And currently, we have temperatures in the 40s right now, 45 in Appomattox. We have 42 in Danville, 43 in Salem and Roanoke, 43 in Bedford, 44 in Lynchburg. My mama told me, you better shop around. Oh, yeah, you better shop around. That's going way back. Yeah, well, with inflation the way it is, you better be shopping around (laughs) because everybody's being impacted i i was i was couldn't decide if i would should go with Smokey robinson or captain and uh, i well, thought you know what let's just go back to the smoke man go go back <laughs> to Smokey because he's got it going on uh <laughs> americans are dealing with sh- uh, shrinkflation in a variety of ways 75 percent right. of mm. americans polled said oh they've noticed shrinkflation <laughs> right right because apparently they think we're so stupid. So did George Costanza, but that's another thing. And we don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. they think we're so dumb. And it's been right. going around for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. a half a gallon of ice cream hasn't been a half a gallon oh of my ice gosh. cream for decades Right. at right. this point. You remember what we, what we were going to have to pay at the beach when we met you and Mark down there and we decided not to? Can you imagine what that same half gallon is now with inflation? Yeah, but that's not a half gallon. Right. I, that store, I was walking through that store right. having anxiety. Right, right. Like t- muttering to myself, well, that's not going to happen. Well, we're not going to be having that for dinner. I mean, it was right. just, I was like a crazy person. I can't imagine what it's like now. I know. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be worse. Yeah. Uh, as inflation continues to rise, uh, we're we're seeing this phenomenon uh, dubbed shrinkflation. We've been talking about it a lot on the show for quite a while now. A new survey from Morning Consult uh, shows that uh, only 25% said they hadn't noticed it, and that's just because you're not paying attention mm-hmm. or you don't cook. <laughs> right. um, they, they say snacks are the biggest example of shrinkflation. Okay. 55% of Americans have noticed these foods are decreasing in size or quantities, and the price remains the same, or huh. it even increases. I was at the store, and this is less with a shrinkflation, right. but four ears of corn, that you used to get, right. you could get four ears sure. of corn for a buck, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. $3 Wow, for four ears of corn on sale. That was the sale yeah, yeah, price. Right, right. I don't that's think a, so. To me, in my mind, that's a 300% increase. I, I, maybe, it is. Uh, maybe my math is wrong. Uh, it, well, Because I, they say it's gone up 10%. No, no, that's 300%. All right, exactly. And with the shrinkflation, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, other items Americans have grown concerned about, pantry items, uh, frozen foods, mm-hmm. meat, bread, other pastries. We've seen that with sugar. Right. You know, it used to be a five-pound yeah, five bag. Pound now bag. it's four-pound. Um, so, I mean, we're seeing it mm. all over. Um, prices going up. Portions are going down. Americans are fighting back, changing their spending habits. Right. Uh, they say they are purchasing different brands. Yep. We had that story about the coffee. Mm-hmm. Remember like three, four weeks ago? Yeah. They're buying the cheaper coffee. Right. Uh, sorry. American doesn't have to run on, on Duncan. Can't afford to. Right. Uh, they are buying generic products. Mm-hmm. They're buying products in bulk. Right. They've stopped purchasing from specific brands. Mm-hmm. And they're researching alternatives for certain things. Right. Because they still want their coffee in that case right you know and some have even returned products look that's oh, really? that's, okay. where, that's where chicory came from oh, people got okay. to where they couldn't afford coffee right and so they would use chicory as a replacement Instead. for coffee okay. yeah uh and and they're saying that that's you know that's what people are doing is they're trying to to deal with this mm-hmm. i will say after the the jiff fiasco where they recalled all the GIF. Yeah. We had to return our GIF. Right. I did get my coupons for my free You GIF, did? Okay. But 
my mark has started buying Skippy now. Right. And that's a dangerous thing. These companies need to realize mm-hmm. when you start messing around with your with your clientele right. and you think people don't notice that you're, you know, giving them less and charging them more. Right. They're going to try another product. And if you're not careful, they're going to like it better. Yeah. And you're going to lose them forever. And you'll lose them forever because mm-hmm. they'll start doing other things. Yep. Uh, there are certain things that we, y- you know, don't don't mess with. Right. Like Peanut du- butter used to be one of them. Like Dukes. and Like Dukes, you know, for example. Nick Ultra. You just don't mess you. with that. <laughs> well, we did. A, a, my daughter was horrified when she saw that we had bought Skippy. And because ah! I've, I've always had Jif in the. And we told her why. Dun, dun, dun. And Mark said, you won't be able to tell the difference. And she mm-hmm. said, yes, I will. And she does have a really good palate. I mean, mm-hmm. even when she was a baby, she knew a Fuji apple from other apples. How about that? So we, she threw them back at you? We did the... Um, then became a great softball player no, later in life? No, she would say, because they were slices, and she would say, no, no, mama. Really? No, mama. Wow. And my mom would say, she doesn't know the difference. And I was like, okay, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then we would, and she would eat that Fuji. And then if you gave her another one, she would say, no, mama. <laughs> She did not want it. Uh, So we tested her with the peanut butter. Right. So I had put the Skippy on a clear spoon, and then Mm -hmm. I had put uh, the Jif on a regular spoon. Right. And and she she said that the Skippy was was the Jif, and it was not. How about that? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, I think, are going to be doing that just because, well, they don't have have much of a choice, do they? Well, I mean, it's either that or going to debt. And and you don't want to go into debt right now, people. I'm telling you. Well, it's just a, yeah. And I was thinking uh, on the way in today, what is this going to do to things like the the meal kits and and things like that? Mm-hmm. You know, those prices are going to go oh, yeah. through the roof. Sure, sure. How can they not? Yeah, it's. Are they going to get smaller? You know, and right. Just ah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. Well, but. since we're talking about economics, yeah, this might be a good time to drop the bomb. You know, it's one of our one of our stories today about the the uh, S and P five hundred uh, taking a hit and yeah, the Dow taking the a hit. Market. And Larry Kudlow is one of the best out there to talk about this stuff. Hello, folks, and welcome to Kudlow. I'm Larry Kudlow. Well, President Joe Biden likes to ridicule the stock market. He never talks about bonds or interest rates. He frequently criticizes Donald Trump for keeping a sharp eye on stocks as a leading indicator of the economy. Well. Mr. Biden might want to have another think about this stock market business because it's falling now, almost on a daily basis. The broad-based S&P 500 is now off 24 percent year-to-date, signaling a bear market and a recession. The U.S. Treasury bond market has basically collapsed recently. Prices have plunged. Interest rates have soared. U.S. government credit is still okay. But the Treasury market rates have gone up three to four percentage points this year. The 10-year is about 4%. 30-year mortgages, 6.5%. The inflation-fighting Fed's going to raise its target rate to at least 5%, if not higher. The inflation rate itself is stubborn, around 8% plus. Core inflation, roughly 7%. The GDP tracker from the Atlanta Fed held its number for Q3, held it steady at 0.3% following two down quarters in the first half of the year. It could be three down quarters. None of this is good. Really, Joe Biden should be reading the business pages. I'll be glad to help them out with a subscription free of charge. According to the Gallup poll, 58% of Americans own stocks. Hat tip to my friend Liz Peek for that info. 
58% own stocks. That is a lot of people to ignore, Mr. President. Meanwhile, in the second quarter, household wealth fell, household wealth fell $6 trillion. It's mostly housing and stocks. Because of inflation, the typical working family has lost 4200 bucks in real income over the past year. Government pension funds down 8%. The stock market is sending a message, and it is not a happy one. Nope. And, and if you think, well, I don't have stocks and bonds, you may have mutual funds. I mean, that, that will affect. But see, the, the issue is, even if you don't even have a, a mutual fund, it, the, the st- stock markets, you know, in some ways, this little like game of monopoly or gambling or whatever you want to call it, speculating, the futures market where you actually purchase what you think the f- future is going to do. That's all real money that gets moved around in our economy. And other than Bear, our Bear, who knows what he's doing, even when the bottom falls out, you know, the Bear market isn't good for those that don't have cash laying around. Most of us don't have cash laying around. You know, I have friends, Janet, and you do too, that are sending me stuff that's totally apocalyptic in in tone. And we're not going to go there. But. I, I think we're headed into more. If you've lost $4,200 of buying power since right. last year, right. that goes to what we just talked about, buying the cheaper peanut butter, getting the smaller jar of that peanut butter, and everything else. Well, and, and let's let's not forget, we are coming upon the holiday season. Yeah. They are saying that um, uh, the former Toys R Us uh, chair mm-hmm. says that with inflation leaving consumers with less money in their pocket, Christmas could literally be, they're calling it a bloodbath for retailers. And they, they rely on it. They do. That's I mean, where they make up their shortfalls is during the Christmas holiday. That's right. And uh, he's worried that retail is facing a potential bloodbath ahead of the holiday season mm-hmm. because of inflation, uh, saying that consumers' money is going towards home necessities instead. Uh, when we come back... Mark and I are going to give you some creative ways to save money this Christmas. It's time to start thinking about that because one of the biggest mistakes that people make and the reason they spend too much is they don't plan. So uh, we'll we'll have some, some fun with that and uh, get your notepad ready. You're going to need it. This is some good stuff coming up. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Christmas is coming a little early to talk radio fans in Central Virginia, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hmm. There you go. Did you realize one of our texters said, I've already taken the morning jam off my Christmas list. So rude. Yeah, why is that? Why would you do that? Yeah. Hey, look, that is one of the tips, though. Let's <laughs> to, to, <laughs> cut some of your friends. <laughs> Cut your Facebook friends and your Christmas well, list. Well, I mean, they're saying that that for retailers, it could be a bloodbath. Yeah. Uh, just because people don't have as much mm-hmm. money to spend right. uh, this year. Uh, there are some creative ways for you to save money this yes. Christmas. Why mm-hmm. are we talking about this in September? Well, the number one way is to start early. Right. So that you're not overspending yes. uh, because prices, regardless of what those Christmas sales might lead you to believe, are actually going to go up the closer you get yeah. to the holiday. Yeah. Uh, so, And you panic buy. Right. You're just like, yeah. oh my gosh, I have to have something. Oh, what do I do? Yeah. 
So that's what ends up happening. So you don't buy anything right. during Christmas time. That's like the number one thing on the list. Okay. And I will say, I've been trying to buy a little bit every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that some people are doing is they're just having a really uh, serious conversation with their families. And because everybody's in the same boat, it's not yeah. like this is you know, going to impact some people and not other people. So they say, speaking you know, of boat, I'm going to take a slow boat to China and get my Christmas stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, China's where everything comes from, right? Well, not not at my house. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I didn't anyway, mean to interrupt. That's okay. Uh, so they say, don't be afraid to uh, to to regift uh, if there are things that you haven't used and they're brand new. Uh, now is the time that you're going to want to regift those if it's appropriate, not if it's you know junk. Gary's and, already rethought his his statement from earlier. I'm going to send you a jar of jelly jam. Thank you, Gary. Okay. All right. already repented. They say it's important to monitor your expenses, calculate how much you've spent, and Mm -hmm. how much is still left. Right. Uh, Look for alternatives. Uh, You may be able to get the same thing from a different store Mm -hmm. uh, or anything that might, you know, work in lieu of. What about networking with your friends? Yeah. Let me know if you see this while you're out. Right. Exactly. You know, just networking. I also uh, had a family, and they, they had a really big family. Mm-hmm. And what they did was when they had their big gathering, instead of the burden of all the food being right. on the person who was hosting, sure. everybody brought something. Sure. Uh, and that, you know, more of a covered dish kind of mm-hmm. experience. Sure. Uh, so that eased the burden for everybody. Absolutely. And uh, instead of gifts for each other, everybody brought in things and they donated it to the food bank oh, so nice. people brought in oh that's cool you know whatever right and and then they all had that great feeling of going and helping yeah, other people yeah. so i think that's a, a really good good thing to do um also making your own gifts uh if they're most people have a talent to do something mm-hmm. and they're able to to make a gift this may be the year that you want to do you know secret santa mm-hmm. and draw names instead of trying to do something right. for everyone that's true and some people are just, you know, vehemently against that. Um, but if you're ever going to try it, this year might be the year. I have a, a text come in from Georgia. Randy, one of our listeners down there, says, take up hunting. Take up hunting and, and get you some deer. And you'll you'll be able to have enough meat for yourself and for others. Well, We're still yeah. eating deer that we got from Randy two years ago. Wow. And, and it doesn't last that long at my house, well, I will I know, say. I I'm feeding a lot more people. Well, true. But I mean, we that's that's our red meat. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what we, we mm-hmm. use venison for everything. Mm-hmm. And and we like it. Yeah. Uh, Dale says he's gifting me a, a white chocolate squirrel. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was a white chocolate Christmas tree from no, Little Debbie. No, <laughs> Well, but that's okay because then his little head will never get eaten off. <laughs> So there's that, you know, Um, when it comes to (laughs) sending cards, you might want to consider sending an e-card or sending a card via, you know, text instead Mm -hmm. of sending Mm -hmm. a art because that can be expensive. Oh, sure. The postage and then buying the cards and all that. Data rates apply. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Most everybody's got free data on their phones now. Right. Uh, They say don't buy anything extra, even if you uh, it might be of use for you after Christmas kind of fight the urge to go ahead and do that yeah, yeah i agree don't use your credit card right you know start now and then mm-hmm. you know, uh, consider giving uh books 
this year. Mm-hmm. This might be the year to bring to bring book backs, yeah. books back. Okay, and you know, things that people are are passionate about. And you uh, can topics. find them at garage sales all well, the time that can, are very reasonable. There are these amazing, and I was just talking about one yesterday that mm-hmm. I bought as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the the classic. It's what spurred Agatha Christie. Right. to start writing right, right. Uh, mysteries. Sure. And it was a books where they would have these murder mysteries mm-hmm. and you have to figure them out. Right. And then you flip the book over and it's got the answers Answer. in the back. Yeah. Um, and the, and those are cool gifts mm-hmm. and they're thoughtful gifts. Yeah. So they're, they're showing that you put thought into the person, what they like, what they're passionate about. Um, cut down on the stockings. I will say mm. that is a money pit for me. Yeah. Because... My Santa does amazing stockings, Mm -hmm. and everybody has one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it can really, really add up. Uh, Get up close and personal with your local dollar store. You'd be amazed at what they have there. Well, there you could use for your stocking stuffers. You can get some cheesy You can get some really good, but you can get some good stuff. Yeah. Like, they've got, uh, especially for guys, I I find guys' stockings a little bit harder Mm -hmm. to do than girls' stockings, but... Uh, in the in the car care section, they've got all the little oh, armor yeah, all they things. Do. They do absolutely the the little, little squeegees uh, and microfiber cloths and, yes, and, yes, and stuff that people are going to use. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that right. you can find there. Um, oh, somebody said uh, books from Ollie's. It's true. Ollie's yeah, has a Ollie's great has collection. Super deals on books. Yes, yeah, they do. They do. Uh, so I mean, there's just so many different ways uh, that that you can you know, mm-hmm. that you can save yeah. uh, for Christmas. And they say, you know, check your coupons, make sure that you have those. Uh, when you're, uh, instead of going out to an expensive dinner, uh, you know, maybe you could just go out for like an ice cream or mm-hmm. a little dessert or something like that. Um, and then do a casual bonfire over uh, expensive family dinners. Make some room in the freezer, honey. Mm-hmm. Randy's saying summer sausage for everybody for Christmas. All right. <laughs> and see that, but, but that's great. If you're oh, good an, at things like that. would be an awesome that, gift. I mean, some of the things that I did last year, like I, I made, um, like I, I took some of my herbs that I grew in the garden mm-hmm. and I made season salts. Okay. And I put them in little jars and that was my gift oh, to nice. the neighbors. Oh, that's uh, cool. You know, I got, I handed out things like that. So it doesn't have to be expensive dale said raid your junk drawer for stocking stuffers <laughs> you're the worst santa ever <laughs> here's a paper clip and a rubber band <laughs> and here's oh, and a, a thumb drive a bread drive uh, a bread tie <laughs> bread tie right right <laughs> and hey those things come inspired in inspired double a batteries right why do we keep those i don't know i i try to get rid of them because yeah. they're more of a fire hazard than anything, especially if it's an old nine volt battery. I'm oh gonna my gosh, get rid of. I'm it. gonna put a link up to this whole listing uh, on our Facebook page. If okay. you ha- aren't friends with us on Facebook, go to Facebook, type in uh, the Morning Jam, and you'll see a lot of the things that that we are talking about. Yeah. Now coming up, we've got WDBJ seven. Yep, we do. Is uh, on the way. Yeah. They're gonna give us your uh, your local. Yeah, Kimberly's headlines. got a got a couple of stories. She's gonna talk about that. That infamous camera in the uh, Danville Walmart. Hello. In the bathroom. And I got a new friend in Campbell County because he just won the $2 million lotto. All right. Kara says, "What, Dale, that's a fabulous idea. Really? You must have a (laughs) much nicer junk drawer than I have. She wants my junk drawer. Oh. (laughs) Stop exposing my junk, honey. Okay? Let's just (laughs) say it right here on the air. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. 
Do you? I mean, maybe you have nice junk in the junk drawer. Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Oh, rude. <laughs> All right. So we'll check in with WDBJ7. Yeah, we will. We'll, uh, we'll be back with your with your weather forecast now. We are definitely going to be impacted by Ian. Yeah, yeah. We talked to Matt Ferguson uh, uh, almost an hour ago. Mm-hmm. We're going to replay his his uh, his take on what's going on with Ian and, and what it'll do in Florida and in Virginia. We'll replay that in the 8 o'clock hour. So we'll have that coming up yeah. in, in just a little bit. Also, um, a, a little bit later on the show... What does your dog know about you? (laughs) More than you might think. And we're going to take a look at Google's new competitor. It's called Freespoke, and it's quite different. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about that. I'm going to look that up during the... uh the so, news break. so we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about that uh, in in just a little bit. So thanks so much for joining us. You want to call in? Here's our number 866-916-3776. Maybe you have a tip on how to save money with Christmas just around the corner. Everybody's having to tighten the belt a little bit. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can also text us 434-248-0704. If you go to the freespoke.com website right now it's a search engine what's trending inflation reduction act mar-a-lago mar-a-lago raid and hurricane season 2022 those are the things that are trending currently right now in other words the things that's kind of neat it tells you what people are actually looking up right now it's the top searches so there you go uh free spoke and janet will talk about it here in just a little bit Currently 44 degrees in Lynchburg, 47 in Roanoke and Salem, 43 in Bedford, 43 in Danville, 44 in Appomattox. Soggy might be an understatement. As uh, Matt Ferguson said a little while ago, we had him on the air. You know, we haven't gotten a lot of rain lately, so the ground, he didn't bring this up, but this is just known uh, pretty much by everybody. When the ground is dry, the water runoff uh, occurs. It doesn't absorb because the ground is, is dry. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. But make sure you have all your storm drains, your gutters, and, and gentlemen, don't climb your ladder if your wife doesn't want you to. Get somebody else to do it. Uh, I, I speak from experience. Anyway, um, just be really careful as you're getting your all your drains cleaned out because, and Matt made the statement, make sure you bring all your lawn chairs in because the winds are going to be high enough that things could fly around a little bit. So just be ready. Uh, and we're not going to get it like Florida, but we're, we are going to get something. And it'll hit us this this weekend. Uh, applications for Virginia's fuel assistance program will open soon, uh, opening the opportunity for residents to get help with their heating bills this winter. The fuel assistance program is part of Virginia Energy Assistance Program, and applications will be open on October the 11th. They can complete this through the uh, Virginia's Common Help Portal or by mailing the completed form to your local services. In addition to these requirements, the Virginia Department of Social Services only makes assistance available to those who make less than 150% of the federal poverty level shown on the table below. I'm going to put this link up on our uh, Facebook page so you can see it. And if you qualify for it, definitely take advantage of it. You know, this is here to help assist everyone. They say now it won't cover your whole bill, but it will certainly supplement. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, with that help and you qualify, you won't have your heat turned off. And this is going to be a cold winter from what we're told. So make sure you do that. 
Lynchburg Treasure Hunt has outgrown its home and it's moving to a bigger and better one. The store is closing its doors at the Lakeside Drive location and is opening up at Candler's Mountain Road in the old Texas Steakhouse building there. Uh, the owner says that the current location can only hold 35 people at a time, so they needed a bigger space for their customers. They're upgrading to 7,000 square feet as opposed to the 25 hundred that they have currently uh, so they're going to be able to have a lot more people a lot more bins a lot more product so it's growing in all areas the new store will have the same great deals follow the same rules as the original location now you can just treasure hunt on a bigger scale their uh, grand opening is going to be on Friday. Finally, something done with that building. It's been sitting vacant it's been for sitting quite there a while. For yeah. a while, mm. uh, I have on high authority that your wife says you may not go there. <laughs> okay, so there you go. I'm just saying. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. That's the number to call. And Ronnie has been very uh, diligent in writing that number down. It's taken him several tries. He says when you guys give the number out, it's, it sounds like blah 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 blah. He's 77, dealing with some carpal tunnel uh, issues, but he is a, a faithful listener. Ronnie, welcome to the program. Can you hear me? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're good. We can hear you. Uh, uh, so, what I was telling you, I worked at the food bank, and I thought when a can of food, canned food, man, got up to date, it's time to get rid of it, but it's not. That's your best by date if you read on it real good. Uh, and I don't know if y'all knew it or not, but it's good for five years after that. Oh, I did and not know. I didn't know that. Yes, I didn't know it either until I went to work at the food bank. Okay. And I asked the guy in charge, I said, what do I do with this? This is like October, and it's going over to December. He said, it's good for five years. But two things I recommend you don't do. Okay. Number one is pickled beets. Number two is tomatoes because they have acids in them. Ah, uh, okay. And any time you open a can of tomatoes or pickled beets, it's close to the date after they Hold it in a bowl, wash it out real good, hold it up to the light, and look on the inside. Because I had one had a little bit of rust starting on the edge, which I threw it away. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're shiny inside the can, and you can look. If there's anything in it, rust, anything starting, you can see it. Right. Okay. So the rust is the bad thing. You don't want to be messing with any of that. That's the bad thing. That's I started to go bad because it's got acid on them. Right. And I'll tell you another thing. I don't like eating off-brand food. Okay. Okay. But I tried some macaroni and cheese boxes from a great value from Walmart, and yep. they're not good as as craft, but they're a whole lot better than a dollar. And they were 34 cents and had about 43 cents. Okay. And they decent. Anybody could eat them. And another thing, great value peaches are as good as Del Monte. I've tried a bunch of them. Don't like the pears. They're hard. Fruit cocktail, the pears and that's hard. But other than that, they're good. Okay. So a lot of people look down on this food, but if you try it, it's a whole lot better. Sure. Yeah, I, and I think we're all going to be trying that before too long if things keep going the way they're going you know what that is that's great information that's a life hack right there is what that is absolutely thank you so much for calling us and and sharing your knowledge with us we appreciate that well i'm glad i finally y'all talk slow enough one time i could catch it well you you'd write that number down and keep it handy okay oh i'm gonna have it handy oh very good like i said i'm gonna tell you another thing okay I'm 77. I've had issues, heart attacks, strokes, and stuff like that, gallbladder exposed, but I get around pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a car anymore. Right. All right. I got a two-wheel truck, and I go around and pick up skids from different companies mm-hmm. and cut them up and burn them for firewood, too. A lot of people say, well, uh, a load of firewood is $150. What am I going to do? Get off your butt and get her to do a little moving. You can find you some wood for free. 
Look absolutely. See, absolutely. You, you're well, the man, Ronnie. Thank you for calling. Yeah, and and that information. Uh, that yeah. Ronnie's okay, the. But don't talk about my Dr. Peppers no more. Okay, that's right. <laughs> Tell your Dr. Pepper thing oh, real okay. quick. You told me. <clears throat> I told my daughters I put so many Dr. Peppers in me. I've been drinking when I had money since I was seven years old. <laughs> I used to walk up a road a mile to the store to try to find me three pop bottles so I'd get me one because it was six cents at the time. Right. If I couldn't find enough, I'd hide it. Go back and get some more. <laughs> but I told my two daughters, when I died, I've already made arrangements. I'm going to be cremated. Okay. I want to be put in two Dr. Pepper two-liter bottles, give each one of them half, and ain't happy with the half they got they could trade. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Thank I you, bud. It. That's, that's I, a great way to end the call. I've never met so many people that love Dr. Pepper. Yeah. They, love, they love Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And I suspect for Ronnie, Dr. Thunder probably doesn't cut it. Oh, probably you not. Know? No, he's already gone. So, but. for example... <laughs> For for Ronnie, a great gift for him would be a case of Dr Pepper. Yes, <laughs> and and Merry Christmas to you. Yes, Merry Christmas. See, he is a resourceful. Yes, a resourceful fella. Yes, I like it. Indeed. Now, I did not know about the five year thing after past the with the Best Buy date. That's the Best Buy date, right? Um, I did know that with milk, mm-hmm. once you you get to that expiration, it's good for seven days right. after that. And but just make sure you, like you get what you need and you put it back in the fridge. Immediately. Don't let it sit, yeah. Well, and I had a, a mother of 10 hmm. tell me one time she would go and buy, uh, on the day of, they would reduce the milk, and she would go and buy gallons of it and right. freeze it. Right. And then, because she had 10 children, they mm-hmm. would go through a gallon a day. Wow. And so she would thaw that out, mm-hmm. and they would drink it that day, and it was completely fine. Yeah. So, I mean, these are all things that we very well may have to be putting into place as things get get a little tight Mm -mm -mm. so yeah for sure Mm -hmm. that that Mm -hmm. could be the way it is (laughs) well uh, we've enjoyed talking about uh, some of those those things this morning if you have a tip you want to share you feel free uh somebody said tell them ronnie (laughs) okay i like it uh apparently uh, liz says a lot of times the store brands are better than the big name brand things uh, also, it looks like your wife is going to be opening up a treasure hunt in your backyard. Oh, stop. Another location. Stop. <laughs> oh. And she says, don't give her such a hard time about her expired foods. <laughs> right. All right. I like oh, it. Oh, she had stuff when she was single uh, that we just got rid of, you know, and we've been married for 18 years. I will say my my mark is pretty funny about when expiration right. dates yeah. come. Uh, we we have to fight over the the milk on occasion. Right. I'm like, don't you don't you throw that out? I mean, it was about ten Not years yet. ago, but we're cleaning out stuff, and it's like food that she had at her apartment. So it was already nine years old. <laughs> it's time to go. So just cut the green stuff off and let it. Now this was you know dried goods, but still. Oh, okay. You know. um, Google. Yeah. Has a new competitor in town. They do. Uh, it's called Freespoke. F R E E S P O K E. Offering an alternative to Google, right? Their emphasis is on free speech, mm-hmm. um, saying that our whole society is under attack. The uh, the founder Todd Ricketts mm-hmm. is a ex National Committee Finance Chair for the Republicans. Okay, and he launched it as an alternative earlier this year mm-hmm. because he believes that Americans have a duty to protect free speech. Yeah. Uh, He said, a few years ago, I was looking for things on the Internet, and I felt like I wasn't getting the results that I should have been getting. Mm -hmm. Uh, It felt biased. I started talking to other people. They felt the same way. 
uh, Ricketts, who's also the co-owner of the Chicago Clubs, uh, Cubs, mm-hmm. said things like the National Rifle Association were buried on traditional search engines. Right. Uh, he was like, I, this doesn't make sense. And then when you see what's happening in the big tech world, people being taken off platforms, moving videos, uh, removing them, suppressing information. Uh, he said, I, I felt like as an American, we have a duty to protect free speech. Right. It's an important part of our society. And I don't know who bestowed upon these big tech companies that they're going to be the purveyors of what people get to see. But you know what? This room, this industry needs some competition. They do something very. I'm scrolling down, and they have news stories at the. If you just scroll past the search engine, so th- this is about Cuban um, legals, um, unusual vote on law allowing same-sex marriage. So they give the Daily Mail, and they put right, and then the Times now, the middle, and then it has the Huffington Post left. So it kind of gives you a an idea of what angle they're coming from when you when and, you read it. Yeah, so there's like seven versions of the same story from different people. How and handy is that? That is very good. That is very good. Well, folks, it, it looks like maybe you uh, you need to change your search engine. Yeah, on your computer, absolutely, and give that a try, and and see what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he says that big tech companies are not government institutions they shouldn't have the power that they currently possess and it's time to do something about it uh we'll see how it how it takes off uh ricketts says americans have no clue who's pulling the strings at these big tech joggernauts yeah companies like google don't share anything about their algorithms Mm -hmm. he isn't sure that executives from these behemoths purposely cater to left-leaning results but He's noticed that many things have been censored or deplatformed, right. and they have a conservative tilt. And he says that's a troubling trend. Sure. Yeah, good point. 866-916-3776. We're going to take you right before the break. Hello, who we, uh, who we got here? This is John. I, of course, trust Google. Of course. I'm, <laughs> I'm hurting myself just saying that. Yeah, I, now, got How's these electric vehicles doing? You know, I can have a gas or a five-gallon gas jerry can, I guess, of gasoline from my gas-powered car. Mm-hmm. But when there's no power, what are these electric vehicles? Are they stuck by the side of the road? What's going to happen to them? Yeah, that's a great so point. For them. Yeah, it's hard to carry one of those yeah. big Tesla batteries around with you, you know, like a five-gallon pail of gas. Yeah. I guess someone should seriously do a report on the, how how are they doing, you know, when, when everybody's got it stuck on the freeway. And, you're, you know, I can get gas, but I can't get power. Right. Well, the good news is you can't <laughs> siphon that battery. So <laughs> <they're>, you, yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah, they have that exactly. going for them. I, I, I don't know. I could plug my iPhone into the car and make sure maybe it would charge the car. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's interesting. You know what, AAA, because you know, they have the emergency service, road service. Pretty soon they're going to have to have a generator, a small generator on the back of these trucks to charge these batteries of these cars. How else are they going to get an electric car unless you just put it on the tow truck? You know, they can give you a quick you charge or whatever. Somebody said jumper pack. Yeah, and then they'll be sitting there for, never mind. It's, ridiculous. <laughs> it's, stuff, it's too soon for this technology. It absolutely. It really is. Right. It is. Yep. Have a good day. Hey, you too. Thanks, John. <laughs> and and I was, you know, I was thinking the other day, uh, I saw a huge uh, train full of military vehicles. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, surely they're not going to try to do that with military vehicles. I mean, can you imagine how, what a, 
hot mess, mess that would be. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. If they tried to do that, I, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, when we come back, what do dogs know about us exactly? <laughs> hmm. Maybe more than you think. And then uh, defectors give a rare glimpse into the life of Kim Jong-un's regime. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. I've just uh, been texting my dog during this last segment. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, you know, my dog, like your dogs, have very small paws because these are five, six, seven pound dogs. And I can't unscramble what he tried to say to me. You kidding? Can we send it to Winston and see if he can make sense of it? Oh, maybe. Apparently, our dogs know more about us than we think. They do. Uh, Apparently, dogs are surprisingly skilled at uh at getting to to know us mm-hmm. uh, so yeah yeah we're definitely going to be uh talking about that as we as we go along um for some reason it's not letting me in right now so i'm not sure we're gonna have to to punt on that one okay come we'll, back punt. we'll come back. back to it we'll come um back. we have uh the fifth anniversary of uh otto wambier remember uh, yeah. When he was detained in North Korea, mm-hmm. and right. uh, can you believe it's been five, five years, years and, and, yeah. since that happened? Yeah. That was um, sad. That was a sad story. It was very, very sad. Um, and of course, there's a lot we don't know mm-hmm. about Kim Jong Un's right. uh, totalitarian regime. Right. Uh, it is very different we do know from the facade that he tries to put out there mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the lies that he tells the world yep. have been debunked sure. um, but a 25 year old a north korean defector is now telling her story oh. um, and sharing and kind of pulling the curtain back okay. on what it really is like to live in north korea mm. uh, she says regardless of the risk of escaping it's not worth it it's better to die than to live this way Uh, she said her mother had escaped to china and when she did she became target for the regime the government limited her job options slashed her pay entirely Mm -hmm. her dreams of going to medical school and becoming a doctor were cut short they allowed her to work as a nurse but she was not paid she she survived wow. with m- money that was sent to her from her mother. Mm-hmm. She said it was almost impossible to survive. There are so many health problems um, due to malnutrition. Right. And they say the struggles that everyday North Koreans face are unrivaled right. to citizens sent to labor camps. They apparently will send entire families to concentration camps. Mm-hmm. If they deem them as an enemy of the government. Okay. Um, the whole purpose is to 
put different family members <clears throat> on different work shifts right so that the family is never reunited how about that wow and that uh, that keeps them from escaping because they don't want to leave family members behind mm-hmm. is that not diabolical yep it is and it's a diabolical regime it, it's it's sad and of course the concentration camps are forced labor mm-hmm. uh, they provide very basic education right uh, when young kids are sent to these concentration camps and they are they might get an education until they're 12 or 13. Right. North mm-hmm. Koreans who are sent to camps, regardless of how old they were, are forever considered criminals by the government. Wow. Gosh. And most of the time, you're serving a life sentence. Yeah. The defector said the government goes to great lengths mm-hmm. to conceal the camps. Mm-hmm. There was one camp that just disappeared overnight. Um. Because apparently they they caught wind of it. Mm-hmm. They moved all the people that were originally in the camp. They made this facade of a small village. And they brought in like regular coal miners to live there. Right. She said she was determined for this not to be her reality. Hmm. She used the money received from her mother and was eventually able to pay smugglers to lead her to safety in South Korea through China. Hmm. Working with uh, advocates with an organization called People for Successful uh, uh, Korean Renunciation, she's on track to graduate college Wow! and is hoping to spread the mission into Seoul. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Apparently, you know, it's not about surviving uh, in South Korea. They're just lost in life. They don't have hope. Mm -hmm. They don't have a vision. They don't have a uh, anything to do in society yeah. um it's just a very dark dark path sure yeah that's but they're taught in school i mean they're brainwashed in right. school to believe that this is the best country in the world yeah that's that's mind-blowing that I mean. this is the best the world has to offer um she did say the majority of north koreans are just innocent people like my mama and my dad mm-hmm. my whole family Right. I want them to have freedom. The younger generation does not trust the government. Right. Right. They want change. They want radical change, mm-hmm. and they're willing to die for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, mm. I mean, it, it's interesting that this is that this is coming out now. I did see where there are more threats on um, on Kim Jong Un's life. Right. And. North Korea has reportedly threatened nuclear action if he's assassinated. Who are they going to nuke? Everybody. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. They'll I probably, mean, well, they'll nuke their neighbors to the south and probably Japan if they decide to do it. Their policy also allows preemptive strikes in the event they feel threatened. I'm telling you, mm. all the rabid dogs are becoming more no, rabid, more rabid right, right now. And we have a weak, 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 weak leader mm-hmm. in this country. Yep, we do. And boy, is he getting criticism over the whole thing in Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really getting beat up. Oh, over for that. not showing up? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it says it just shows him as weak mm-hmm. and ineffective. He sends the vice president. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> the plan. The plan. The plan is to <laughs> send her to... Japan. It's a bad plan. <laughs> Very bad it plan. It is. Eight o'clock, Bill Trefuro coming up after CBS.